worked hard for what you have, your money, your assets, your 401k and home. Isn't it all worth protecting? Nearly one in four consumers have been a victim of identity theft. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your finances with up to $3 million in reimbursement. LifeLock alerts you to identity threats you might miss. And if your identity is stolen, your dedicated U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. Let LifeLock help protect what you've worked so hard for. Save 25% off your first year on LifeLock Ultimate Plus at LifeLock.com slash aware. Terms apply. And this is FM News 101 KXL. It is Portland's Morning News. Good morning to you. I'm Veronica Carter. And I am Brett Rekamp. Thank you for being with us on this Thursday. It is now 8.03. Are masks working in schools? Health officials in Washington state says there's proof that they are. There are two studies that back the requirements, says Deputy Secretary of Health Lacey Fehrenbach. The first comes from Arizona that finds that schools without face covering guidelines were three to five times more likely to have an outbreak. There is another study that was also published by CDC that looked at pediatric case rates and found them to be lower in districts that require masks. And so the requirements will remain until further notice. We try to start from a place of technical assistance and making sure that entity understands what the policies are and help them with practices to follow the requirement. She says if schools don't comply, they risk losing funding. Grant McHill, FM News 101. Oregon is reporting over three dozen new deaths from COVID-19. The Oregon Health Authority reported 39 new coronavirus deaths yesterday, moving the state's death toll from the pandemic to over 6,000. The health authorities also reporting over 5,100 new cases of COVID. There are over 1,100 people hospitalized with coronavirus statewide, which is nine fewer than on Tuesday. Number of people getting shot and killed in Portland continues to go up. We have that story from KXL's Rosemary Reynolds. In January alone, we had 10 people die. That's two more killed than in January 2021, a 12.5% increase. Portland police say 26 people have become victims of gunfire in the first month of the new year. Late Wednesday afternoon, a shooting on Southeast 119th and Stark left one man dead and another man injured. Police never found whoever was responsible. Rosemary Reynolds, FM News 101. Nearly half of those who died in traffic crashes last year in Portland were pedestrians, and of those, 70% were homeless. The city's Vision Zero report was released yesterday by the Portland Bureau of Transportation. There were 63 traffic fatalities in Portland, the most since 1990. There were 10 alone in January. The latest was this past Monday when a person was hit on I-5 in North Portland. They are the sixth pedestrian to die after being hit by a car this year. It's 8.05. The mom of a robbery suspect who allegedly stabbed a Vancouver officer says her son struggled with mental health problems. KXL's Annette Newell has the story. Eva Segura says her son's been going to therapy since he was a child, but recently stopped going to sessions. He wasn't okay. Maybe that's why he acted like this this time. This time, when now 20-year-old Julio Segura repeatedly stabbed a Vancouver officer before a Clark County deputy shot and killed the officer by mistake. Segura had been living with his mom in Yakima, where she'd hoped she could keep an eye on him. Then Monday, she got that call that her son, now a robbery suspect, attacked an officer. I felt bad. I wasn't okay. She talked to our news partner, KGW. Julio Segura's in the Clark County Jail on charges of attempted murder, robbery, burglary, assault, possession of a stolen vehicle, and trying to avoid police. Annette Newell, FM News 101.
$300 million could be headed to organizations providing drug addiction treatment services due to Measure 110, which was passed in November of 2020. But the council overseeing that measure says some of that money is at risk of being used elsewhere. KXL's Zachary Barnes has the story. Two bills in the Oregon legislature would give law enforcement more money to combat the growing issue of illicit cannabis farms and water theft. And it uses the same pot of money, the same funding source. So it says before money gets even distributed to Measure 110 implementation, this is the first priority. That's Asela Ramos-Gonzalez with OHA. But the money for law enforcement would end up using about $150 million over two years, which had many listening to the conversation wondering why does it have to be one or the other. I want to support, like, you know, reducing the illegal grows so that we can have enough water for fish in the river so that the tribes can continue their, you know, um, way of living uh, and supporting that. Um, And I also think that, you know, folks in rural areas need treatment. There were 60% fewer drug arrests over last year, but it's unclear if that was due to Measure 110. Zachary Barnes, FM News 101. The Castle Rock School District in Cowlitz County has a levy on the ballot and some plan to vote no to protest masks in schools. Like Oregon, kids in Washington are required to wear them in the class. Castle Rock School Superintendent Ryan Green says there are families and community members who are strongly opposed to masks in schools. He says they have either voted no on the school levy or have threatened to vote no if the district doesn't change the mask requirement. He tells KGW he understands the frustration, but argues the state pays 82 percent of the district's budget. If we don't follow the state mandate, then we lose, you know, for us in our our community, we lose about one point three million dollars a month in apportionment. Um, And that's huge. We would we would go bankrupt in about a month and a half, two months. If the school levy fails, Green says the district will try again in April for another levy. An independent investigation is underway into allegations that Gladstone High School students were the subject of racial taunting during a varsity basketball game at Malala High School. The Oregon Schools Activities Association says the investigation will include students, coaches, and district administrators. They say there's a zero tolerance for racial discrimination and intimidation in schools. 